I believe inspiring people to be the person they aspire to be by doing the things they aspire to do. This podcast is an additional platform to help me do just that. I know a lot, I've done a lot, and I do a lot. By sharing my experience with you all, be the highlight of my day. I will also have family, friends, and colleagues share their knowledge and experiences with me. You think you know me, but you don't know the half. Welcome to Vail's World. It's the team. What it do, what it do, what it do, everybody. Oh man, it's been it's been a while. Um definitely seem like I haven't talked to you all in so long. <laughs> but thank you all for listening. Continue to spread the word. The viewership is going up. And that's definitely because of you all. Really do appreciate y'all. Um again. Y'all don't know my Twitter or Instagram is LDMonger1. If you don't know my email, is contact at LDMonger.com. Yeah. So let's go ahead and get this jumping. And we're going to start off with the good read. So the good read for this episode is the self-love experiment. 15 Principles for Becoming More Kind, Compassionate, and Accepting of Yourself by Shannon Kaiser. Too many people seem to believe that they are not allowed to put themselves first or go after their own dreams out of fear of being selfish or sacrificing others' needs. The self-love experiment rectifies this problem. Whether you want to achieve weight loss, Land a dream job, find your soulmate, or get out of debt. It all comes back to self-love and accepting yourself first. Shannon learned the secrets of loving herself, finding purpose, living a passion-filled life after recovering from eating disorders, drug addictions, corporate burnout, and depression. Shannon walks you through her own personal experiment. A simple plan guides you through the process of removing fear-based thoughts so you can fall in love with life. If you want to change your outcome in life, you have to change your daily habits and perspective. Shannon takes you on this great journey into self-love and true self-acceptance. So the, the 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 thing that attracted me to this um, book, y'all know I'm always reading those personal development, business development, leadership development, all those type of books. So of course it was going to be read eventually. Um, but the thing I love the most about this book that just the title itself, the self love experiment, um, and then as I began reading it, just really tapping into the journey. Like a lot of people think they love themselves, but they really don't love themselves unconditionally. And that's something that I, I learned about myself, um, which was great. Like, how do I love myself unconditionally? How could I love someone else more than I love myself? How do I find that love for myself? 
Like it was it it was a lot. Um one of the things that stuck out in this book to me the most it came fast. It was like thinking like one of the first couple chapters. Um and it was really just talking about, you know, why start something tomorrow that you can start today. So Literally, we put a lot of things on the back burner and say, oh, we'll do it tomorrow. We'll do it tomorrow. We'll do it tomorrow. And tomorrow never comes. Uh, so how do we stop, put a pause to that and just start? It's you know, one of the things that I really got from running. How do I just put my shoes on and go outside and just, just run? Because nine times out of ten, once you start, you have to finish. If I'm running three miles, if I run a mile and a half one way in order for me to get back to my destination where I start, I have to run a mile and a half back. And all my runs, my run back is a lot faster than my run there because at some point I want to get back home. I want to get back to comfort. I want to get back to um, doing things, getting my day started. Of that, you know, of that nature. So, why wait for tomorrow when tomorrow can be now? Starting is the hardest process for a lot of people. I used to be one of those people. Um, I recommend this book for anyone that wants to. Build self-esteem, build self-love that wants to help someone that that needs to, you know, build their self-esteem or seeking advice to building self-love. This book will be a great, great asset to have, great knowledge to have as well, Um, along with a lot of other books that I've read. uh, It it definitely complements a lot of things that I've already read. And yeah, yeah, good book. The Self-Love Experiment, 15 Principles for Becoming More Kind, Compassionate, and Accepting of Yourself by Shannon Kaiser. Check it out. Let me know how y'all feel about it. Feel free to holler at me on Twitter or Instagram at LDMonger, number one. Or Email me at contactldmonger.com and just let me know your thoughts. Like the book, you got a better book, anything, it'll be all right. So what's popping? Oh, man, I really, I'm be honest with y'all, transparent moment. I've really been out of the loop um, with life and like my surroundings. Uh, last week was very busy um for me myself and the company good thing yeah definitely a good thing but again just being busy and just stuck in the moment and finding my way out of those moments so that's a huge reality check for me this year knowing being able to acknowledge when i'm stuck in the moment and just going with the flow 
and figuring out ways to get out of that moment and get out of that flow in order to um, get back, you know, get tapped into my surroundings. So thank God I was able to do that. And one of the reminders that I seen was Trump is still, is still Trump. Um, I haven't seen a sore loser to this extent, like ever in life. Uh, maybe because he is the president, so we expect more. But man, um, yeah, this is new. We have a president that still hasn't conceded. Um, he definitely lost by a landslide. Democrats turned a lot of red states blue. A lot of individuals came out and voted. Record breaking. And this guy still can't give it up. So it's going to be an interesting two or three weeks. If I'm not mistaken, the 30 days after the election, that's when they have the official count, and then they have to accept the count within a week or two. Don't quote me. Still learning the process of how voting works. Um, usually don't see this step or acknowledge this step because the president typically concedes what the opponent typically concedes. This is new for a lot of us. Ah, <laughs> uh, America in 2020. Yeah, but Buddy is still in the White House and he's not going out with a fight. So that is that. Um another beef that's legendary. So versus we were supposed to have T.I. versus Jeezy. And over the weekend, we received a huge showdown. So now we have the legendary Gucci versus Jeezy. Um, Let's pray that, you know, they have metal detectors and there's no guns in Tyler Perry studio. You know, that's important. Anyone that knows about this beef knows that it goes way back. Um, Jeezy indirectly put a hit out on Gucci Mane. Gucci Mane. You gotta say Mane. On Gucci Mane uh, through records, through interviews. You know, I don't think he knew the people, but with his status and the things that he was saying, you know, a rapper gets on a song or gets on an interview and say, yeah, I put a hundred thousand on so-and-so, so-and-so head. You know, you don't necessarily have to know the people. It's the people that support and out here hungry enough that's willing to do that deed uh, without a formal type of hit. Um, so someone tried to rob and or kill Gucci Mane. And when they bust into the door, he got the best of them. So their beef is way beyond just music itself. Um, they came out around the same time. Uh, I looked at the BMF tree. Uh, both of them had you know, some sort of affiliation with BMF. We know Jeezy's um, affiliation with BMF to the fullest extent. He hasn't allowed us to forget it. Um, but Gucci Man had his you know, quiet affiliation 
uh, with BMF as well. Uh, we all familiar with the gang connection, so Jeezy is definitely you know more on the Crip side uh, back then, and and Gucci um, is more on the Blood side, and none of them have been apologetic about it, which I'm quite sure a few their beef as well. Uh, so it's going to be interesting how this play off. I think it's something that can possibly be positive and good for hip hop if it doesn't go there. Just showing how two adults they are two completely different people than they were uh, when they first came out. They are, you know, married men, um, been through prison, um, and you know, something only one person experienced it directly, but just experienced it through their surroundings. Uh, when you hear you know, individuals say, oh, you continue this life, you're just going to end up dead or in jail, and being able to see the reality of that life um, is really, you know, pivotal in seeing that they change their perspective, that they change, um, well, that not even change, they adopted and improved their self-love, which led to them making different decisions in life um, is important. And it's great to see, right? So I'm going to tell y'all this, man. Gucci Mane, by six. Uh, I don't think Jeezy has a chance. Gucci does have a lot of features, but it's called verses. It's not called songs. And you only need 20. So let me know who y'all think go win. Because this is going down November 19th. Actually, what else happened November 19th? Uh, the reunion. Uh, Fresh Prince reunion premieres on HBO Max. Yeah, so I'm interested in seeing that too. So Thursday is going to be very impactful. Uh, if I can't watch the reunion, thank God it's on the streaming service, so I'll be able to tap in um, over the weekend. So that's good. That's what my Thursday looking like so far. Um, President Barack Obama is funny as I don't know what. Uh, so we already know how. His wife, his beautiful wife, Michelle, feels about him being extra busy and his political life and all of that. So when asked about taking a cabinet seat, of course, Obama's like, no, Michelle, go leave me. <laughs> and if you read Becoming, you know exactly how she feels about his political schedule. And how his eight years in the White House um, impacted her, and how the years that he was in, you know, Senate and and doing all these different runs, um, how how those positions like impacted her, and she really just wanted her man. So this is eight years of president, Senate running, like ever since they graduated from. That he graduated from law school, he pretty much has been busy and really in the community and trying to change lives and and push hope into others. So they've been living their best life these last four years. They've been traveling um, on vacation, and when you're married, those decisions are definitely you and your partner decision. And she was like, mm -mm, "Nah." So that's that's interesting, and uh, apparently it's supposed to be like historic that. Like, it's a tradition 
that the former president have some type of, or I guess if it's the president and the vice, I don't know. I didn't read uh, into it as much as I should have, but apparently it's a tradition, uh, historic tradition for the president to have a cabinet seat. Um, so yeah, Michelle said no. So OBZ was like, yeah, got to listen to the wife. I, I, um, been hard headed, um, uh, a lot. <laughs> so now this is when she, this is where she wins. Um, he also has a book, the promised land that talks about the last four years, which is, which are the four years, um, since he was president and talks about America now opposed to America then. I haven't read it. It's definitely going to be a good read. It's definitely on the list. Looking forward to reading this book. I'm actually looking forward to reading all his books, um, even the ones before he was president. Uh, the one about his dad, uh, the audacity of hope. So definitely adding that to my arsenal. If he cared, if he knew me, he'd probably be kind of upset that I read <laughs> Michelle's books before, uh, with, her, with her book before I read his. But hey. I'm going to catch up. Another uh, progressive move in 2020, UPS has relaxed on their restrictions on natural hair, a.k.a. relaxed on their restrictions on black people um, in their hiring process, in their, their standings, their requirements and things of that nature for you to work there. So apparently in 2020, um, natural hair wasn't it for UPS. I really don't know to the fullest extent. Like, is this for the corporate workers or is this for the people that's delivering? Uh, like, what is really going on? So there's been workers that have, you know, complained about the hair policy. Um, I, I guess UPS was just afraid of people coming, coming to club, shaking their dreads, throwing their bows and busting their heads. Or they just then like froze. I, I, I don't know, but we will see. Uh, since they relaxed on the, the restrictions, that they placed on black people for having natural hair. It's going to be interesting to see how does this affect the hiring process? Uh, number one, how does this affect the retention process of black um, employees? And then what does this really mean? Like, what does this really look like? Do you have to wear your natural hair a certain way? Like, <laughs> How does this really impact the black workers at UPS? So that's going to be interesting. Um, I look forward to peeping. Maybe we won't hear nothing from this ever again. Maybe we will. We don't know. Uh, a good personal thing for me, I um, spoke with my therapist, and it was definitely a breakthrough moment. 
one of my biggest takeaways from this particular session is um tapping back into my five year old self, not really knowing then I of course, you know, reading books and all this other stuff and you know, paying homage and understanding that who I was when I was younger is pretty much who I am now. But really pinpointing the age and different experiences uh, that I had from that age, uh, doing that age, was tapped into uh, last week. And it was, it was deep. It was a deep moment from acknowledging my, my will to protect others, uh, especially loved ones, understanding where they came from. Um, my will to always thought that I did things to be perfect. Uh, back then, especially when I was in kindergarten, I remember my teacher that I was retarded uh, for writing because I thought I was a perfectionist, but then it tapped into something deeper. Um, not only was you know I seeking uh, <laughs> to be perfect, it was also my idea of just letting people down. So I never wanted to let people down. And that added to my frustrations as well. I honestly now seeing that I kind of scaled back on the perfecting things, the letting people down is still the space in which surrounds me. So that's how I know for sure that my five-year-old self wasn't necessarily seeking perfection, but I just didn't want to let people down, authority figures down, loved ones down. And that still kind of stuck with me um, years later. So that was important. Um, Again, we definitely had a moment. It was definitely needed. I can't wait to see uh, what comes out of this. Yeah. Told y'all, if y'all need a therapist, better get a black one. I got mine. You better get yours. One of the 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 best black women that I've met in um in Central Florida. So that's great. One of the best, 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 best black women I've met in Central Florida. Um uh, Wow, now I think about it. A black woman CPA. Black woman therapist, a black woman uh, chiropractor. Yeah, taking over my life. <laughs> over the weekend. Yes, over the weekend. Had an amazing experience. Didn't even know what I was experiencing at the time. Uh, so, the beautiful Maya Noons. Contacted us um, two weeks ago, I said two weeks, two months ago, probably three. Uh, it's been a long discussion just figuring out how to work for one of her clients. So um, RTW is definitely expanding and growing. And we received an inquiry about a music video or just creating content, content for someone who uh, wants to hop into the rap game. And me personally, I don't like really dealing with rappers especially like local rappers because the budget to create a 
dope video that I would like to be a part of, just not there. And, you know, doing a video, a music video for $500, $600, $1,000, you know, get annoying. Um, it could be that simple of just making like a Chief Keith-style video, but I, I just don't have the patience for that. Uh, so if I want to create something, I really want to have the budget to create. So that's why I don't really care for music videos. Um, and everyone in RTW knows that. So when the, when the question came about, that was like the first thing that was stated, like, yeah, you know, our videographer, he really doesn't like dealing with, you know, music videos or this sense, um, because of, you know, budget restrictions and things of that nature. And she was like, well, my client is actually an NBA player. Uh, so the budget really isn't a big thing. And that's when things kind of like, oh, all right. So we set up the consultation. Uh, it went well. And really just balancing out everyone's thought processes and like, how does this really look? Um, so we shared some ideas, threw some ideas around. I created a dope, dope proposal uh, that showed, you know, shared with them different scenes, styles, attire. It was, it was amazing. Uh, so we was going with that, but then it was way out of budget and not really out of budget. I think it was more of, it was way outside of the realm in which we, you know, they envisioned, uh, they liked the idea, they liked the concept, uh, but when the budget actually came, a minute little recap video turned into an entire video. And that's where we had to go back to the drawing board and figure out like, how can we keep some of those same um concepts within this minute teaser so that was dope we finally figured it out last week and over the weekend um i was with the client again uh nba player for the orlando magic chuma uh my dog it's like feel like my little brother now after being with him damn near all day um met his brother so you know that was that was pretty dope man really bonding and just seeing people um as people and you really don't understand like how young these athletes are um when they go into the league and that you know, being around him and seeing that 22 year old <laughs> it was it was crazy it was like bro like <laughs> he is so humble so modest like not flash, he just way close off, you know, stay to himself. And all he really want to do is play basketball and just get better and be able to provide for his family, which is dope. And hearing this story within the song and being around him in real life, you can make the connection. What's even more shocking about this video is um, he's like, yeah, man, we're going to slide the Mo crib and da 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 da. You know, Mo? I'm like, man, I don't really. I don't know more. <laughs> and uh, one of my frat brothers, he was with me. Um, and he's like, yeah, I know Mo. You know, it was the wrong Mo. So we ended up going to Mo's uh, penthouse, and it happened to be Mo Bama. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we we see Mo, and we're like, oh, Mo. And basketball players are a lot taller. And real life than they are on the court or on the screen but they wasn't that tall uh as i thought 
But he was tall. You know, so I'm I'm pretty tall. So when I'm around people that's taller than me, you know, it feels good at times. Now I know how people feel when they're around me. <laughs> Normal people feel when they're around me. So it was pretty dope, man. And we was just chilling, laughing, um, getting to know each other, playing pool, doing the video, talking stuff, um, rode in a Tesla, Model X. I really want one one day. Uh, if anyone knows, like, I'm really pressed on getting a Tesla. So I was just trying to figure out how in the hell am I going to get a Tesla now that I rode in the Model X. That's the one I want now. If you don't know what the Model X Tesla is, it's the it's the truck. So the bigger version. I'm a big guy, so I think, you know, it suits me. Hopefully I can get it. If not, I probably have to get a get a car. Get the I think it's a three. Series three, I don't know. Uh, now that I seen Model X, I, it's just I don't care about nothing else. I don't care about Y, Z. I don't care about none of that. <laughs> like everything else, just cleared my mind. And it had the Falcon doors, which means the doors lift up. So not Lamborghini doors, but Falcon doors, uh, which are amazing. They're pretty dope. So shout out to my dog Chuma. Um, after we did a shoot, he actually signed. So he officially signed with the Magic. So that was was dope. Like being with him the day before, um, you know, creating content for his first video, whatnot, being able to coach him through that. And then the next day, he officially signs with the Magic. Um, I just know he's in a, a better space, a more positive, happy space. Um having back-to-back things, you know, finally accomplishing movement. People love to progress. So when you see progression, it just, you know, brings a whole different light uh, to to whatever situation that you're in. It builds that self-esteem. It builds that, you know, that that self-confidence, that self-love. And that's what I love to see, man. I hit him up when I found out, when I seen the news. I actually found out earlier from his agent, and then I seen the news. And uh, just congratulating him, man, because I know how bad he wanted it. Um, I remember we was in a Tesla, and it was literally just like, you you know, a kid in a candy store. Like, you gave your little brother, you allowed your little brother to see something, and then he seen himself actually having it. And then, to see, you know, now that he's in a position to actually get that um, a lot sooner is just a beautiful thing. Turning those dreams into reality and really putting that work in. And I can tell he has really put that work in. Uh, to get everything that he has received. And his song definitely say that. So Big Tune, if y'all ever have an opportunity, uh, shameless plug, Big Tune, Sincere. It's on Apple Music. I told him I played it a lot because I had to when I was making the um when I was making the the shot list and just creating the storyline for the video. It's a great song, man. To see a basketball player that can actually rap and have something to rap about was unique. It wasn't about drugs, selling drugs, having a whole lot of women. It was literally about just coming up and being sincere with yourself and and the people around you, surrounding people. So that was impressive. So that is what popping for this episode uh, if you have any comments concerns questions feel free to hit me up on twitter and instagram at 
ldmonger1 or send me an email at contactldmonger.com. Yeah, man, life easy, man. Look, y'all gonna know my Twitter. Y'all gonna know my email. Y'all better start tweeting me and emailing me then. Yeah. All right, this episode, uh, we're going to do something slightly different. Well, a whole lot different um, because of this crazy year and everything that's been going on with election. <sighs> everything that's been going on with you know the pandemic, everything that's been going on with just everything. I, I think. Words of affirmation. Build self-love, build self-confidence, build self-esteem. And there's no better time for me to do my role, to play my part, and to ensuring that the people that I care about, which are you all, my listeners, have something that you all can take with y'all. And, you know, I don't care if five months down the line, you all go back to this episode and just fast forward to this part just so you can get what you need out of this. Uh, so this episode is titled Meditate, and I, I don't think this is going to be my last time doing this, uh, really just feeling the climate of life and the pressures of life uh, for me and hoping that I can use this moment and use this time to not only assist with healing myself, but helping heal others, right? Uh, we don't have the space to really meditate you know, be one with our mind, body, and soul, be one with our breath, be one with whatever situation is going on, to let life go, to hear affirming words. So that's what this part of this show and, and, and shows to come will be about. Meditate. Close your eyes. Trust. Love. Peace. These are all the things you need now to maximize this moment. Do you trust me? Do you love yourself? You deserve peace. Now sit down. Take it to the next level. 
you to breathe in all the opportunities. And I want you to exhale all of the anxiety, the doubt, the depression. All right, you ready? Breathe in. I hope that moment helps you. I hope that moment helped those around you. Trust, love, peace. I understand that it's not as easy as it sounds. But it's worth trying. Why wait until tomorrow when you can start today? Why wait to trust love yourself for tomorrow when you can start right now? Why wait to have peace tomorrow when you can start right now? 
trusting yourself, loving yourself, to find peace within yourself is your responsibility. What are you willing to sacrifice to obtain those things that are rightfully yours? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Join me in my journey to success by following on Twitter and Instagram at LDMonger1. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns you would like me to address on the next episode, email me at contact at LDMonger.com. Vail's World can be heard on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. Again, thank you for listening, and don't forget to subscribe. Until next time. It's the team.